It's like the time has come. Now, I will say that I feel like I'm a little bit like on the Titanic, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it started like the Titanic started shifting like this to the side because everybody on the ship was on one side. It's a little off balance, but it's all right. You know, the, the Lord doesn't get dizzy because he's everywhere. And, I, and, you know, nobody on this side. We do got a couple purses on this side, and we all know how purses can carry you know, so this is probably leveling it out. Can we stand to our feet this morning here on uh, this wonderful Sunday, Father's Day? We have come into the house of the Lord to gather as 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 the family, as the church family, just to just to worship the Lord as as we walk through the doors of the church and we greet people and we smile and, and that's nice. And then and then we get into the sanctuary. It's you know as much as we like to try to keep it as like casual and just laid back as possible. When we walk through the doors of the sanctuary, it's time for business. You know what I'm saying? It's time for business. God has been preparing things for all eternity for this moment here this morning. He has the angels all have their assignments in. And God has all these things set up by faith for us to walk into throughout the service. And, and it's just up to us to align our faith in our, in our spirit with what God is wanting us to do if we uh, allow the distractions of this life and this world and this day to take us out of this moment and, and we get stuck in our head in these things, then all the things that God is prepared to do, we miss it. Now, now God loves us and he's patient with us and he'll, he'll continue to work on tomorrow and set things back up for tomorrow, but he is constantly trying to find a way to supernaturally show us that he loves us and we have the opportunity today to participate with that so we can just lift our hands today in recognition of that god we believe today that you have wonderful and awesome things in store for us we read so many awesome things in the word of god about your promises god we we participate in prophecies lord about how our days are going to be great and we're going to be successful and god is you're going to do wonderful things so we declare that we believe that today lord and we love you and we thank you and by faith lord as we worship you today help us to worship from our heart, Lord, 100%. We love you. We thank you. Let's worship the Lord here today in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. We came to worship the Lord this morning. He's a good God and he's worth every praise that we can give him. 
Baptist, let's continue to clap our hands to the Lord. They sang the song and they, they did some music. Can we make our own music to the Lord right now with our hands? Can we make some sound with our hands of praise? Can we call out with our mouth the sound of praise to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, the one who has given us breath and health today, the one who has blessings and store, the one who loves us before we even know who he is. Oh, we love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Feels good to be in the house of the Lord here this morning. Wow, these new lights that we got up here are real bright. They're like they're like blowing me off the platform. But it, but it's all right. I need a little sun on my skin anyway. Happy Father's Day to everybody in here. If you're not a father, then you're you're reaping the side benefit of being in here during Father's Day. Um, I do want we do have some gifts for our fathers here today. That um, now if you're uh, you all may be seated. If I can get my, my fathers to stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. Joking. All right, we got a couple couple dads in here, a couple pops. All right, let's give these guys a hand. Dads, fathers, pops. So uh, now we're going to hand out some gifts, but only if you're going to be in this service and not the other one. If you're coming to the next service, just sit down. We got. We'll, we'll give you your gift next next service. But if, if this is the only service you're going to be to, then we're going to give you your gift, and that's going to be that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make it more cool sounding than it is. But um, so while you're um, while you're getting your gifts. I think that happened. It, it must have happened really fast. I can only do one thing at one time, so I don't know what was happening while I was talking. Hopefully our fathers got their gifts there. Um, I do want to make a few announcements as we get ready to take up our offering. Um, so if we could get our offering helper outers up here that are going to help us get that done, we'll do that. And while they're coming, uh, I do want to make a few announcements. It's junior camp. We, uh, over the next few months, we just had, uh, I think it was our teens went to camp this week and they came back and they're all fired up, I'm sure. And, and one of them has my luggage and I have to get it back from them. Uh, and then next week I think is our senior camp. And so if you got any kids going to senior camp, please get with sister Cheryl, uh, sister Christy, uh, any of our leadership and we'll point you in the right direction. Uh, also this week. Uh, very exciting. Fireworks are coming. Yeah. All right, we got one, maybe two. I heard a little clap. Fireworks will be here Tuesday at 4 o'clock. Uh, so basically, we're going to get there, get all the fireworks at the counter and put in the stand. So at Tuesday at 4 o'clock, if you don't have anything going on, or if what you do have going on isn't as cool as coming and helping out with the fireworks, then you can come out on Tuesdays and hang out with us while we take the fireworks off the truck and put them in the stand. Amen? All right. Amen. Amen. Other than that, uh, our flyer here, our bulletin, has all the things that we do throughout the week. So uh, please take a minute to take that, take a look at it. You know, just don't read it while Brother Duvall's preaching or will call you out. Now, what you doing reading that bulletin when I'm preaching, boy? I'm just joking. You wouldn't do that. I don't know where that came from. Uh, well, so we gave out Father's Day gifts, right? Right? Father's Day gifts, okay. All right. And then we, we took up the offering. Did we do that? No, no. Well, we got to do that. Let's get that all ready to go here. 
sorry, we're, we're getting our pieces all together here. Just y'all bear with us. I, luckily, I can't see what your reaction is to this because these lights are blinding me. So you all could be like booing me. I can. I wouldn't be able to tell. All right, so we got the offer of eggs. We got the gifts passed out, and. Okay, we're gonna do that'll be the last thing we do. Pray for the offering as long as we got all our duck. Here we go. We're getting situated. We're getting situated. It's all right. It's all right. All right. All right. We're getting there. All right. Well, God is good. All right. So now we pray for the offering. Are we going? Well, let's stand to our feet. And uh, let's ask the Lord to um, bless this offering. Lord God, we thank you and we appreciate you for all the things that you do. Help us as we give today. Help us to give from our heart as unto you. We sure do love you and thank you for all that you do. We ask these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Please come forward, give in the offering. When you're done giving in the offering, turn around, shake somebody's hand, tell them that you're glad to see them here at Life this morning. And if they're a dad, Tell them happy Father's Day.
to the King. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Banks family, for uh, leading us in worship with that song. It was beautiful. You know, I just think about how it says, oh, how he talks with me. And, and, and in that, you know, I thought about my son, Michael. He was, uh, the other day, he was talking to me, and I was doing something. I mean, he was steady talking to me. I don't even and then when I finally like stopped what I was doing and I started listening, I was like, well, he'd been talking to me and I didn't even hear what he was saying. I wasn't paying no attention, but he had some things he was trying to say. So I had to stop what I was doing and be like, David, you need to listen to your son. He's talking to you. And so I stopped and I listened. And I just feel like that's how it is with the Lord. Sometimes he's talking to us, but we're busy. And, and we might be giving him a little bit of ear service, like looking it up and be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But then we go back to what we're doing. And I just want to ask us today in Jesus' name, if just, just bring it to our attention, be intentional about listening to what the Lord would have to say to us today. And when it comes to listening to the Lord, I'm so thankful that we have Brother Duvall, who's going to come up to the pulpit here today. With the microphone that's in his hand, one hand, and the Bible that's in the other, and he's going to speak to us. What said the Lord today? So, brother of all, if you wouldn't mind, I just want y'all to know I respect and love this man. I look up to him. You know, he might be my brother, but but I, I, I consider him one of my elders that I look to and I follow, I listen to, and I say, what would brother of all do in this situation? Brother, take take. saints of God, the ones that are here and the ones that are traveling from afar. We thank y'all for visiting. We thank God for the new um, um, people for the first time visitors. Amen. And, and I just want to thank God for being here. I give honor to my wife in her absence. You know, we got uh, three little ones at the house that she's preparing and then Brandon is here this weekend. So, you know, uh, we have to watch her because we know she had just got out of the hospital. So, she won't be with us this morning, but she'll be with us later on. Amen. When you are a father, you take on a lot of responsibilities. Amen. And uh, I had a thought to leave with you, which I'm trying not to be long, so most of the time I don't know why I talk so much. Uh, it must be a gift from God. I, I don't know. But I thank God for this, this little message that he gave me. And um, the title of it was, The Love of the Father. And it's love from God's perspective. It's love from God's perspective. It's the love of the Father, but it's love from God's perspective. And the scripture verses, be, uh, it's the whole chapter of Luke, not the whole chapter, but the from the 11th all the way to the 32nd verse of Luke 15. Y'all know about the prodigal son. I'm not going to read it, don't y'all ain't, ain't any use of pulling your Bible out. <laughs> Give you a reading break, because you know I, I can't have C. I'm up here trying to, trying to find out where it is myself. I, I got the Bible open to it, and I, I know what the scripture says. So I'm just going to go over from a father's, a father's love from God's perspective. Because 
the way we love is, I can say, it's different from the way God's love. Even our understanding of the word love is different from God's perspective of love. Because we are human and God is divine. Divine love can go further than human love. We find in the scripture in the 11th verse of the 15th chapter of Luke, and he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me of the portion of the goods that falleth to me. And he delivered unto them his living. Now, from our point of view, you know, we come of age, our children do, and you know, if any, any one of you got kids, you know how when your kids become of age and sometimes they, they, you, you're watching them grow up, but they're growing up so fast that, man, all of a sudden they, they, they didn't, they didn't, they're eating off your head. They're taller than you. Yeah. I remember uh, my youngest son, Kytus. Um, Kytus grew, grew faster than the rest of them. Corey, Corey grew tall, and Brandon was tall too. I, I remember when, when Brandon, I used to ride him on my head and walk around with him and run around with him on my head and just have fun with him and stuff. And next thing I know, he, he look at me out of the eye and he's just 13 years old. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you're above that. God, <laughs> he, he, up there today. he up there too. So uh, it's just, it just from, from a natural point. You know, they, they, they grow up fast. That's what I'm saying. They grow up fast and, 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 and they have their own minds and they have their own perspective on life. And they have their own wants and their own goals and their own dreams and their own ambitions. And they want to be what they want to be and, and they want to go where they want to go. But, you know, uh, in our eyes, we're looking at them from a father's perspective. We're looking at them through the lens of love. No matter what they want to be, we want to encourage them. We want to support them. We want to uh, 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 be their motivation and, and, and be their inspiration to, to go on. An old song says that you are the wind beneath my wings. We want to be the wind beneath our, our children's wings. Our boys or girls, it don't matter. We love them, we love them just the same. If, my, if, if I'd have had a girl, I'd have loved her just the same. Which, which, which my wife had the kids. You know, I didn't have the kids. But anyway, we, we have to love them just the same. We have to love our kids just the same. So this son had came of age, and he was still young. I, I know he, he probably, I, I'm, I'm thinking now, this is this, this Duval here now. I, I'm thinking he probably was just 20 years old. Just, just out of high school and didn't have this little, this little uh, uh, formal education and been taught how to do this and taught how to do that. And then he, he had chores that he had to do on the farm that he learned how to do them. He, he learned probably how to go out and hunt a deer, how to go fishing and catch some fish. He learned how to uh, 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 tie shoes if he wore sandals. But they wore shoes. They wore shoes because he had to, the father had to bring him some shoes later on. But you know, so he knew how to do all that. He knew how to dress himself. He knew how to, you know, it, it's certain things that a father just teaches son how to do. Right. How to be respectful, how to 
you know, how to, how to honor his family. And all these things were, were done and taught to him by his father. But he came of age, he said, well, I'm going to go to my father. This is his thoughts. I'm going to go to my father and ask him for the goods that fall to me. And I'm going to go somewhere and I, I'm going to make a name for myself. And I'm, I'm going to be this. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to be rich. And I'm going to be great. I'm going to make money out of the money my father gave me. But he went down there and wasn't long. Found out that life ain't always fair. Found out that life sometimes throws you curves. Sometimes life don't go away or, or, or go according to our plans. All of us have plans and we want to be great. But, you know, uh, the father was connected to God. You can tell by his prosperity that he, he had collected and gathered a lot so much that he can give his son some riches that his son can go all the way to a foreign land and live. Now that's that's a lot of that's a lot of giving from a father's perspective. And we have to learn how to love in faith. That's what he did. He loved him in faith and he believed in his son. We have to believe in our brothers and we have to believe in our sisters. I got uh, four sisters and I got three brothers and, and, and two brothers, excuse me. And I, I believe in, in my family. I believe in, in my wife. My wife got three sisters and four brothers. And she believe in her family. And, and, and that's the way we have to be. We have to believe and trust them that, that, that God is going to carry us through this, this walk of life. Let me go on because I'll, I'll get to talking and lose my thought. He says, uh, and not many days after, the younger gathered all, he gathered together and took his journey into the far country and, and wasted his substance with riotous living. In other words, he got distracted. And this is a lesson for the young as well as the old. But the father's still gonna love you. He's still gonna have compassion towards you because you are part of him. The Bible says that to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto itself. He's, he's wanting the world to come on back home. No matter what you done got tied up in, what you done got tangled up in, what you done got uh, 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 consumed by, God wants you to come home. That's, right. That's why we're in this building this morning. We're here not only to worship God, but we want to come closer to God. The Bible said if we would draw nigh to him, that he would draw nigh unto us. And we want to be as close to God as we can be. Because so many things are happening in our world today. We got all kinds of things happening, even in our government and, and, and with their, with their decision-making. We, we have things going on in, in our homes. We have things going on on our jobs. Changes are being made all the time. And we have to be, uh, if not ready, we have to be ready for the change. We have to be ready for the change. If you're not ready for the change, you're going to miss something. You might lose your grip. You might lose 
your, 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 your affection for, for your home. Because things are distracting, you know that? Material things I'm talking about. Material things are distracting. Because you start out with a pocket full, not calculating that every day you got to go in your pocket to get something out of it. You walk down the road and you fill your car up with gas in the morning. And then you got to drive 45 miles to work. And the amount of gas you put in there this morning, when you come home, it's going to be down a little bit, huh? Life is always taken away from us. Life is always taken away from us. But we have to continue to, to know that our Father loves us. And we have to believe that he will make a way. He will make a way. So we have to continue to walk by faith with him. Then he says in the 14th verse, And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Oh, that's, that's even more perplexing. That's more pressure coming down on him. That's more problems in his life. That's more demands on his finances. Demands on his decision making. Demands on the things that, that, that he, he can do and what he can, how he can get by. That's how it is to us. Every day, there are the pressures on us. There are demands on us. There are choices that we got to make. And we've been taught right from wrong. That's why we went to school to count money and all this. And sometimes when you see something, oh man, that can caught my eye. I'm going to go and get me one of them. Not knowing that that is taken out of your pocket. It's taken out of, of what God has given you. And we are trying to, to keep everything together that, to make it, not knowing that our feet are just on the ground. We don't have a roof over our head. We just, we just out here. This is how the prodigal was. He was just out here. And this is how you are when you are without God. You didn't left your father. And I look at the prodigal as the Gentiles. The, the first one was the Gentiles, and the one that stayed home, he was the Israelites. They stayed under the Father, but they, they didn't listen. Oh, they was at home, but what they, 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 oh, they, 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 they were bigger than two. Because they, were, they called themselves the righteous. You the righteous, but, but then you got, you got all this attitude about you. You the righteous, but you see things from your own point of view. You so proud that you can't respect your father. We don't want to be in the church amongst those that are so proud that, that we didn't learn so much of God that we can't respect the pastor. We can't respect the first lady. We can't respect the choir. We can't respect the children of God. God is bringing us out of darkness, he says, into his marvelous light. But when you're going on your own rampage and you're going out and traveling all, all around the world, <laughs> your vision get dark. Uh, you can't see. Could y'all cut these lights on? <laughs> Please, sir. 
I struggle to see the, 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 in the light. Y'all got me reading in the dark. Praise the Lord. So, so when, when, you have, when you have your own perspective of life, things are difficult. It's difficult when you standing by yourself. Oh, is the reason y'all got them on? Okay, understand. Anyway, uh, they are. It's the reason. It's the reason why we we end up in some of the predicaments we end up in because we we lean too much on our flesh. Yes, that's true. Yeah. The Bible says we walk after the flesh. We would not fulfill, uh, uh, if we walk in the flesh, we're we, we, we not following God. That's right. But if we walk in the spirit, Come on. Come on. then are we the children of God. I got a scripture, uh, I don't know if I shared it with Brother In. Let's go to Ephesians 2. 
and bring us back to reality. Because the further you walk, the more energy it's going to take you to get back to where you need to be. But if you would consider the blessings that you have right here. The Bible said, upon this rock, I will build my church in the gates of hell. father to your parents, but it's another thing to talk back to your parents. 
So the, the, the son that stayed home, he began to talk back. I've been here with you all these years. I've been out here working in the field all these years and making sure that the, the crops was being raised, the cows were being fed, the sheep was being protected and everything was being taken care of, making repairs on the barn, the house. All of our sustenance was, was growing. You didn't take one time to even kill a lamb for me. His perspective was me, me, me. Come on. Me, me, me. Come on. Come on. When you get that me attitude, you lose the God attitude. God wants us to have a God attitude about life. God wants us to have a heavenly perspective of life. Because just like you hear today, the Bible said, once it's appointed to man to die. And after this come the judgment. See, one day we won't have to leave all this material stuff we holding on to. And you, you can hold on to something big in this pulpit. Hold on. And a flood can come. A flood can come and gonna wash you and that thing away. So that ain't gonna save it. But Jesus came and he shed his blood. And then God sent the pastors and the preachers and the, the, the teachers to, to, to send you the gospel of Jesus Christ to let you know that he's coming back for you. It won't be Mohammed. It won't be Confucius. It won't be Buddha. It won't be the Christian scientists. It won't be the Israelites. Hebrew Israelites. It's going to be Jesus. First son repented. 
and said, Lord, he saw his father afar off. His father saw him and ran to him and, 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 and fell on his neck and began to kiss him and hug him. Oh, he was so happy to see him. Because he went away. He missed him. He was going away so long he had wore out his shoes. Now, back then, I, I guess shoes last longer than the last night. But his shoes were wore out. He come back barefooted. But he, my son, my son, my son don't walk around barefoot. His clothes was ragged. No, my son don't wear no ragged clothes. Get up, get one of them robes and, and get some shoes and put them on. And get that ring and put that ring on the face. I'm going to take care of you, son. That's the way God is waiting on every sinner to come home. Everybody that got the wrong perspective of life, God is waiting on you to come home. Everybody that's, that's tripping around over things that, that's causing you to stumble and fall. God is right here. He ain't going nowhere. Our Father is, is, is still taking care of us. He said that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. But I will be with you always, even until the ends of the world. That's the point where you're supposed to give him a clap. Come on, come on. That's the point where you're supposed to say, thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on. Come on. That's good. God is good to us. Whether you were home all the time and, and lost your way, or whether you went away and got lost, he still loved you. Whether you got a, a, a belly full or your belly empty, he's still loved. Whether you learn how to dress or don't know how to dress, God's still loved. Whether you, you know how to be a man or a woman or you don't know how to be a man or woman, God's still loved. He know what he made you. So you got to learn. God ain't got to learn nothing. That's right. That's right. The Bible says he is omniscient. That means he knows everything. Come on. That's right. And then you say, well, if God knows everything, why he allow all these things to happen? So you can learn. That's it. Come on. So you can learn. The Bible said about Jesus in Luke that butter and honey did he eat. That he might learn the difference between good and evil. So in life, we're going to have bitter and we're going to have sweet. That we might know the difference. Sometimes people, you call your friends, and in the first song, he had a bunch of friends, and a lot of friends, when he had all that money, they was out there dancing and doing all that stuff. You know, you know how you got money, you got to go walk. Hey, hey, man, I follow you around. When the money got low, where the friends go? When the money got low, where them friends go? Oh, uh, you go to your friends and say, brother, uh, oh man, can you can you let me have something to to next week? Uh, oh, oh, there you go. Okay, okay. You can't even help me now. But God is good. He said, why did he allow, allow me to go through this? You what? You, this is what God taught me Wednesday when Brother, Brother Banks was talking and, and we was having the, 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 the conversation in the back about the fathers. What came to my mind, 
where am I in this scenario? Remember I told you about the triangle. I always talk about the triangle. It's me. Well, first it's God. Then it's me. Then it's my situation. Well, where I am, I'm out of place. Because a lot of things my father taught me, <laughs> I snuck out the window and went the other way. When, when my father tried to teach me, wanted to, wanted to show me things, that I, I didn't learn them things. I, I wanted to go and be with my, my so-called friends. Them so-called friends that bring you so far down that you, you can't even look at your father in the eye when you come home. But God is still good. I want us to learn love from God's perspective. We have to learn love from God's perspective. We can't never stop loving our kids. We can't stop, never stop loving God. We can't never stop loving the pastor. We can't never stop loving the church. We can't never stop loving to worship him, to praise him, to give him glory. Everybody ought to be on their feet now. Because God ain't done nothing for you. Many days, many days because of, of my disobedience. snakes and lizards and stuff and one fella on the bus I put a lizard on his shoulder man that boy started he, he introduced ticket
see him the way he needs to be seen. Give me your eyes, God, for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I've been missing. Give me a heart for humanity. Oh, Jesus, we need you for that, Lord. Let us not get stuck on me. Let us not get stuck on me. God, help us to see past our selfish desires. Help us see past our selfishness. Thank you, Lord. Let us pray for a few moments in here in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
our service, the things that he's spoken to our spirit, and the power and the strength that he's given us to live these things out. We sure do love you, God, and thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the preaching of the word through our brother, Lord. Thank you for the reception of your spirit into our hearts and minds. Thank you for the worship and the singing. God, we sure do thank you for all that you're doing. I pray you'll keep us safe as we leave this place and if we're staying, I pray that we'll get a blessing here today. We love you, God, and we thank you. We ask these things in the name of Jesus and everybody say it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We got about 15 minutes until our second service starts. So, see you in a few.